Hey everyone, I'm Diego. And I'm Val. And welcome to another episode of our Hey You segment of Intern Insights. Today we are interviewing three soon-to-be graduating seniors about their experience at the University of Utah and what their future entails after graduation. They give advice on many topics such as academic involvement, career aspirations, and how they have evolved to the people they are today. This is Hey You. So I guess before we get into the questions, could you start by telling us a bit about yourself and your background? My name is Riley Coughlin. I am a senior here at the U. I'm studying marketing and I have a minor in Stratcom as well. I'm an out-of-state student from Western Mass and I'm graduating in the spring. My name is Athena Brown. I'm a senior as well, doing marketing with the sales emphasis and a minor in management. I'll be graduating this December. I'm also in the Honors College and I finished my thesis and I'm from Las Vegas and I really loved being up here at the U during the last four years. Hello, I'm Kylie Cassidy, also a senior, double majoring in management and marketing. After school, I'm moving to Nashville to work for Dell and I'm originally from California. Awesome, so I guess starting from the very beginning, Looking now, how do you guys feel your career have aspirations have changed and developed as you went through college from freshman year all the way to senior year? I feel like for me, I came in and I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do. And not to say that I still have no idea what I want to do, but I'm still kind of lost. I found a lot of things that I love and things that I'm really good at. So I wouldn't say that my career aspirations have evolved, but I guess I've found where I fit a bit more. And so I'm excited to kind of round off the rest of the year and decide where I'll take the next step. It has been a journey, definitely finding out what I'm good at, same with you. I came in originally wanting to be a real estate agent and thinking that the sales emphasis and marketing would be helpful with that. And through my job, here at U Career Success. Doing social media, I found that I really enjoyed that side of marketing and that aspect of digital marketing, and I thought it was kind of new and interesting. So I discovered that I still liked the real estate industry, but I didn't so much want to be an agent anymore, but I wanted to do social media for that realm, which has been a cool thing to learn about. So now I've switched from wanting to be an agent to wanting to do social media marketing. I think we can all agree that what we're good at isn't something we would have predicted when we were young freshmen coming in. It's something that I never thought I would do is go into tech. It just seems like a very scary and intimidating field. However, I love how fast-paced it is and innovative, and I love being adaptable. So I think keeping an open mind starting your freshman year will really allow you to be open to more opportunities. That's some really great advice. I think definitely with a lot of freshmen, you kind of go into school kind of knowing what you want, but also there's so many new avenues that you can discover. And I think just knowing that throughout your academic career, you're able to explore new routes and kind of figure out what you really want to do in college. Going on to the next question, how do you anticipate that transition from your academic life into your professional life? One of the main things that I hadn't, didn't think about until we kind of came in here was thinking about friends and how when we're in college, we have so much time to see friends, like they live right down the street or they live on campus with you. 
and they have similar schedules and or lack of things in their schedule as well. And I think it'll be really important and a lot more hard work trying to balance those things once you all have professional lives, maybe live in different places, and now you have to schedule time with friends, but all everyone's schedule so all over the place and different. But it's so important to keep those relationships and maintain those and make sure you have time for that because if you're only working all the time, you might get a little burnt out and have a hard time and friends are definitely there to help you and keep you sane. That's one thing that being at school versus being in your professional life could could make an impact. Well, I feel like a big thing too is as much as it's easy to say like, oh, we're going to lose so much, I also think there's a sense of different types of freedoms that you get when you're no longer in school or you're going on to that next step. Like the thought of being able to work and then hopefully leaving work at work and then mm-hmm. not coming home and having papers to write or group projects to schedule, like you're going to have way more free time to do the passion projects that you love or hobbies or like spending time with friends, family, all that kind of stuff. So I'm also anticipating that my schedule will feel just as packed as it is now, but in a different way. For all three of you, what has been like the biggest thing that you have learned outside of the classroom, whether it be with clubs, with your job, or just in general? I think for me, it was this job at Eucurie Success, which I started about almost like two and a half years when it was business career services and picking up the uh, Instagram from the people who were like seniors running it right before I came. And I think taking on that role and position kind of freshly new and same with the podcast, like this podcast, people who were running it when I joined it left within the semester or the year I started with them. So kind of taking on these new projects that I don't even know if I was actually capable or qualified to do. I was definitely capable, but I wasn't on paper qualified to do them, but they gave me the opportunity to do it. And that taught me so much. I wouldn't have, I never even thought of social media as a job for myself until I did that. So taking on that role and being able to do that in the space where I was able to make mistakes and it wasn't super, there wasn't so much pressure on me to like do it perfectly. It wasn't for like some big company, but that definitely doing that probably is what changed the trajectory of my career goals and of my interests and my skill sets. So that was like the biggest thing for me was taking on this role. What I learned outside of the classroom is to give everything a shot once. Try everything once. I think I think I could speak for all of us when we say your time here seriously goes so fast and you don't want to live with any regrets or I wish I did this, I wish I did that. Just try to say yes more and get outside of your comfort zone. I think a lot of people thrive when they're uncomfortable and they learn so much about themselves once they pass that threshold of being comfortable. So try everything once, do everything once, and you'll learn a lot about yourself. What would you say to the listeners? How do you create and continue to develop those relationships with your peers or your professors or people in in the profession you're choosing? A lot of it for me starts with honesty and authenticity in yourself. I feel like having a really strong understanding of yourself is only going to allow you to better get to know the people around you like whether that's your friends or people you're working with professionally I feel like I go into situations now with such a better sense of myself after being here for four years and now I know more about myself what I'm good at what I like what I enjoy that when I'm trying to make new friends I know what our common ground could be yeah I definitely think authenticity and honesty are very important when creating and having those professional and relationships with professors and peers However, I think before all the honest and authenticity, in order to create these relationships, 
you need to reach out. You need to be comfortable reaching out. I think there used to be a lot of stigma around like, oh, it's awkward if I reach out. But I think it's become a thing between all three of us where we always say the worst thing they can say is no. And once you're able to understand that the worst thing they could say is no, it's really not awkward. It's it's not transactional. You're genuine in your when you're reaching out. And because I reached out, we've all had so many amazing experiences and fun memories through these relationships. So don't be nervous. Just do it. I think that's big, especially when you're starting off. You you know, you come into a new college, whether it's out of state like you guys were, or in state, you're coming into a new place. You don't really know anyone. So reaching out is super important. Just being fearless and talking to people and then being authentic too, being yourself so that the people you attract are people who you want to be with, not just, you know, fake. Moving on, what do you guys feel during your time here at college has helped you prepare for your next step in your career? I've honestly had some really incredible projects throughout my time here that I feel like really pushed me to have the confidence and the ability to say that I kind of know what I'm talking about, which is a really cool thing. I mean, I know a lot of people leave college and like they have a sense of imposter syndrome and I I feel like we everyone in this room can agree that we've all experienced imposter syndrome at least once. I experience it all the time. I think accepting that like I'm a beginner and I don't know everything, but also having worked on so many projects that prove that I have the skills and I can continue to grow those skills has been really awesome. I've worked on some really cool ad campaigns for companies in Utah, ski resort in Utah, and some nonprofit stuff. I've done some hypothetical casework that's been really cool, worked with real clients in real life. Like I feel like I've done a lot and dabbled in a lot, and I'm really grateful for that because now I can take that and run with it. I would say, I guess I'll just say like broadly, doing a job that is in your desired or what you think would be your desired career profession and doing internships as well in your desired field. And even if you don't know if it's your desired field, doing it similar, just any type of internship, I guess. Internships and just the job, doing things that can set you up for finding out if you like what you think you like or you don't like it, that can all put you on the right path because that's how I landed into doing social media marketing for the real estate industry was this current job on campus with the social media and then doing two different internships over two summers with a real estate company and then a real estate team. And those both showed me, do I want to work for a huge company doing their social media? And I found out, no, let me try a team. So then I worked with a team one summer and I found out, do I want to do theirs? And I don't know. I think I might want to actually do my own thing and do it for agents specifically and build a roster of clients and do social media for them. But from doing all those internships and jobs, I found out what I really like. And I would not have known all that had I not taken those opportunities. Building off Athena, I do think internships is a really good way to feel prepared not even an internship just a job if you're working a little nine to five even at a boutique or a grocery store you're still learning those skills that will help you in the workforce I remember Ashley Roberts a career coach for the marketing students one time she told me internships are like shoes you have to try them on to make sure you like them so I think what helped me feel prepared is definitely internships in the tech industry yeah I would even say if you can't find internships or you don't have that flexibility or, you know, I think looking for classes within your major that provide real world application skills is also huge. Like some of the projects that I've worked on 
were projects that were in classes that I was able to kind of build on and throw into my portfolio. So that's also a cool thing. If you're in a major where, I mean, marketing, we're pretty lucky where there are some classes like that. But if there are classes within your major that you feel like you can take real world skills from, find them and take them because it's helpful. Yeah, going off of that, this might be an unpopular opinion. And I don't think I ever did this. I know some people will look specifically for the easiest class with the easiest schedule, with the easiest professor, just because it's the easiest. And and that's great, I guess, if you know what you want to do or nothing really genu- genuinely interests you, then of course do what is easiest. But if there is if there is a roster of, let's say, marketing classes and there are a couple cool ones that, oh, that might be interesting or, you know, even if it might have a project that forces you to do a little extra work, it might serve you better to take the class that has an interesting topic or has something that you want to learn genuinely more about than just who, what teacher is, looks like the, is the easiest, or I heard this was the easiest class, so I'm going to take the easiest class, which is, of course, okay if nothing genuinely interests you, but if there is a list of classes that you have and some of the topics are interesting or they could, could serve you in the future, it would be beneficial to set you up for future success to take the classes that have the topics that interest you instead of whatever is the easiest. I also feel like one more thing has really prepared me for like the next step in my career has been the people that I've met, like kind of going off of reaching out to people, having people around you to bounce ideas off of and ask questions about what the industry is actually like. I have had a few professors in the ad industry And I've just asked them, like, you know, what are your thoughts on portfolios, resumes, what locations are cool in Salt Lake to check out for jobs or around the country? Or what do you think about this recent ad that was uploaded? Let's chat about it. Like that kind of stuff actually can take you really far because, you know, it's all about networking. It's all about all that kind of stuff. So I would say reaching out to people has helped me a lot, too. Riley, you mentioned something really interesting, the imposter syndrome. How do you advise listeners who feel that way to kind of combat that? The thing about imposter syndrome is everyone feels like, oh, well, I'm so young or I'm so new in college or I haven't been in the industry that long, so I don't really know what I'm doing. That might be true, and that's fine. Like, I feel like there's just a stigma around not knowing things and not being confident. Just because you don't know everything doesn't mean you're not capable of learning. And so I think that that's something that's really been helpful to me because when I've been put in a situation where I'm filled with self-doubt, I just kind of step back and I'm like, maybe I don't have all the answers, but I can just accept that I'm a beginner and I'm okay with that. And so I feel like for people who are scared or nervous or have imposter syndrome, my advice would just be like, lean into it in terms of, yeah, maybe you're new, but everyone starts somewhere and don't knock yourself for starting. At least you're starting and trying. And be willing to learn too yeah like that's a big thing like if you just stop yourself and let that take over and like oh my gosh I know nothing okay well you know nothing and learn (laughs) how to do it like like you know gung-ho yeah I learned something in my internship over the past summer where uh, she was talking with us about how especially when you're coming out of college if you're interning you think like oh I don't know anything but you should use that use the fact that you are just getting out of college or that you are an intern to ask the questions because 20 years from now you can't ask those questions because you've already been in the industry for 20 years and you never had the chance to ask those questions at first because you were so scared to ask them that you missed the opportunity so leaning into that and saying yeah I'm a beginner I'm gonna ask beginner questions because I'm getting into it also a lot of companies who hire undergrads are looking for buildable students 
they don't want you to know everything. They want you to come to them for help. They want you to be eager to learn more. Also, feeling prepared is a mindset. You are never going to be fully prepared for uh, your, your first day at a job. You're never going to be prepared. Being prepared is being ready to learn, being able to listen. I don't think being prepared is like, I know everything about Smiths because I'm going to be my first day at Smiths. Like, that's not, that's not being prepared. Being prepared is just being eager to learn, ready to listen. Yeah, so that was a great conversation. Thanks for joining us, guys. I feel like we've all learned a lot and have grown just in this conversation that we've had. Thank you, Diego and Val. I know that Kylie, Riley, and I are we're very excited to share with you the things that we learned throughout our last four years, and we hope that it is impactful for both of you and anyone listening. So this will be my last episode, and I just wanted to say that I've had such a good time doing this podcast over the last couple years, and I'll really miss it. If you liked this episode, be sure to give us a like, a follow, and feel free to share with your friends. Once again, I'm Athena. I'm Riley. I'm Kylie. I'm Val. And I'm Diego. And this has been Hey You!